Society presents palate cleansers because sometimes you need a nice moment between two not so nice things. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our palate cleanser number ten, where we're going to be talking about how we got started reading smut, and we have a super super special guest for this palate cleanser. Welcome, Mama McGee. Yes, everyone. My special guest on the podcast where we talk about smut is my mother. Yay! Huzzah! But she's been reading. You've read most of the books, right? I have. I have. uh, In some cases, unfortunately, but I have. (laughs) (laughs) We agree with that sentiment. (laughs) So before we get started, Mom, which has been your favorite and your least favorite book you've read as part of our, as part of uh, being a throbbing member? Oh, okay. The the Tentacle Lord was my least favorite. And one of my favorites was, I can't remember the name. Oh, there. Was it the Fox one? (laughs) Huh? Didn't didn't you read the fox one? No fox. Yes, to give? I like the fox okay. one. He turned into a fox, and she turned into a swan. That was sweet. Yeah, it was I very cute. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, with how we got started in smut, who wants to go first? I feel like you should because I feel like you're, yeah. or maybe you should go last. I don't know because you're kind of the smuttiest of all of us. <laughs> <laughs> ah, what a superlative! <laughs> Put it on your resume. <laughs> oh, I will. <laughs> Um, I could get started. Yeah. Uh, so this is Autumn, aka Tits One Fappington, and my smut journey started when I was, I think, around eleven. I was oh, super God. into vampire books. Amazing. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was. I think this was pre Twilight, but I was super into like vampires. I read Dracula. I asked my mom what a fellatio meant because I was reading Dracula (laughs) and I decided not to look it up in the dictionary. I was like, I'll ask my mom. And she was like, what are you reading? I was like, Dracula, man. Um, So I was, I was really into supernatural and everything. And my mom was just like, you know what? There's this book I read. um, However many years ago, you might really like it. Uh, And I was like, all right, I'll give it a try. Um, I remember reading this book and it was like, it was about like vampires in modern day society, something like that. And there was so much sex in it. And I was again, like 11 reading this. I was awkward AF, which nothing has really changed, but I was so awkward, like all, all of the good stuff. And I was like, there's no way my mom remembers that this is all in the book. There's no way. Maybe she does. No. Should I tell her? So I had this internal debate as I finished the book, of course, because I didn't really know what was happening. I felt, little TMI. I felt a little tingle between the legs, but didn't know what was happening at the age of 11. (laughs) So I finished the book and gave it back to my mom. And she asked me what I thought about it. And I was like, oh, yeah, it was a really great book. I really enjoyed the characters. (laughs) I decided to lie to my mom and we never talked about it. But this started this started the smut journey. And I come by it honestly, because my mom and my aunt Love the bodice rippers. They love smut. They love Victorian ones. Everything. So, again, I come by it honestly. And that started a love for the ripping of the bodices. (laughs) Yes. Nice. I love that you were that young. Like, that's amazing. 
that I was gonna, I was very surprised. And maybe actually I might want to go next because I feel like mine is the very opposite of this. <laughs> so <laughs> if you guys will be somewhere in the middle, but yeah, I mean, I honestly did not read much of it at all until the last few years. Like it just was not on my radar. And I think part of that was probably because I was raised Catholic and like a very <laughs> religious household. So it was just never really it was it wasn't present it wasn't really like a thing my mom certainly never read them and if she did i've never known about it i'd be shocked (laughs) they have they have a whole section at the library that is like religious oh totally there's those and there's like they like Amish ones for yes. some reason. Oh, I think so it's for the same Amish reason. Romance. Yes. I'm like, that might be interesting for some people. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm sure there's a lot of like longing and like pining, which is great, but I'm sure there's also no sexy parts. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> so really, yeah, I like very strangely, I mainly started reading it like probably three years ago, which is super late. Um, and because I Better started writing never. Star Wars fan fiction. Yeah. And I was like, is it, is it hashtag Raylo? It sure is. Isn't that how you met Kat? You and Kat met? It is. That's how how our friendship blossomed. It did. We both were writing Star Wars fan fiction and being like, hey, let's write it together. And we did. It became (laughs) friends. It was so good. It was so (laughs) good. But yeah, I I started reading that because I was like, I want to write smut. But I, I want to write good smut, so I should probably start reading some. So (laughs) my my smut journey began in Raylo fan fiction on online and then expanded outward into actual published romance novels i really like um i like oh my god tessa dare yes, uh, who is yes. Tessa dare. yes, yes, yes. and i really i think her humor is really great and her like smut scenes are really really sexy and they're like really well like spaced out throughout the book so like you kind of you know everything's not too like front-loaded or you don't just get like one sort of okay sex scene and that's it so I'm still, I think I'm still learning it. This podcast has been a weird experience as someone who hasn't spent a lot of time reading good smut to like just kind of dive headfirst into a lot of really weird and like subpar stuff. Oh no. So it's been, it's been a quite a three years for me learning the ropes <laughs> of erotica and so Ooh, forth. Amazing. I love it. All right, Lois. Um, yeah. So the first like time, like I read a lot of like cheesy 80s fantasy novels when I was a kid, which like have sex, but it's always like, like, it's it's a, it's a part of it, and, like, they have sex, but it's not, like, they don't go into detail, really. It's just kind of, mm-hmm. like, cuts, sc- screen, whatever. <laughs> but I remember as a kid that, I mean, I think I, I definitely started reading that when I was, like, 12, so. And yes, probably Kelsey. before that. Well, because, like, Join me Tamora, in the Pierce, Tamora oh. Pierce was, like, one of the first one, books that I read that had, like, sex in them. Oh, yeah. Oh, that is true. I read those much younger, so maybe my smut journey started a little Yeah, younger. well, I wouldn't call that smut. It's just, like, it just kind of put it in there. It was there. Like but um, when I was in high school, <laughs> yeah, yeah. then uh, I worked at the high school library, so I had, I would just, like, read random books, and I remember I found this one. It was probably the first, like, actual romance novel I ever read, and it was a modern romance novel about... This woman who goes to, I think, like, Tuscany with a friend of hers and his best friend, and his best friend, like, hates her. Um, And she has a Garfield tattoo on her ankle, and the guy hates it. (laughs) It's really silly. They end up fucking in, like, every room in the house. Good for them. Yeah, good for them. They end up, yeah. So that's what ends up happening. So that was, like, the first, like, romance novel I read. It was also in my high school library. (laughs) So there was that. Which, granted, was the largest high school library in the country. Just brag i had it all um we had like everything like you could just ask for something and they would have it 
they would buy it for you. But you, okay, so. just to give some context, when you were in high school, you, you, you had a gym class that was kayaking? Yep. Wasn't it spelunking, too? That's amazing. Yeah, I took, I took um, basically a Knowles program. We did spelunking for... I went to a private school, guys. Can you tell? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. My public school self It cost more for me to go to high school than it did for me to go to college with her. Good God. It's ridiculous. Meanwhile, just my high <laughs> we school... Went to, we were in the same city, yeah. Same city. My <laughs> high school, we did archery with uh, two bows, no protection, and it was behind <laughs> the bleachers. <laughs> behind the bleachers. Yes. So. Yeah, so anyway. anyway. Yeah. I also took Tai Chi as a uh, elective gym. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so, um, anyway. But also, I amazing. think, what about the... Ro- I remember I gave you a romance novel, novel Kelsey. Yes, you, were you like, did. Okay, my so my new... Novel. I know, so that was like in high school and I'd forgotten about it. And then I remember when my friend came back from France, we bought her like a grab bag box of romance novels and we like flipped through them, but we didn't read any of them. But yeah, so then you gave me No Proper Lady. Yeah. <gasps> oh, I love that one. So and good. it's so good. And it like kicked off just like the I didn't know. Like the floodgates opened. And this was like <laughs> maybe when was that? Was that like four years ago? Five years ago? Um, I think <clears throat> one of three, those. three or four. I don't know. Something between, like that. Between three and five. Yeah. So Kat gave gave it to me. And then somebody, it was either you or somebody else got me started with Tessa Dare. Yeah, yeah. I, and I then, want to take credit for that one. I think, I think I you. Want, sh- yeah. I think you do take credit. I think it was you because you. Yeah, and then I just it. It just the floodgates opened, and now we've read. And so the way this podcast started, I don't know if we ever like talked about this. Was Cat wanted to read Sandra Hill? We talked about like the quote and everything, but Cat wanted to read a Sandra Hill book because they're just bonkers so bad yeah and so she downloaded it from the library and i downloaded it from the library and then she read it and i never did it's one of the worst <laughs> things i've ever done to a person <laughs> oh my god make me basically like hill. trick her into reading a sandra hill book uh it was yeah that was one with the vampire viking angels <laughs> yes yeah. wow. yes it was <laughs> and uh yeah they were all t- also time travelers Mm-hmm. I like that she just didn't mm-hmm. want to pick a trope. She's like, no, it's all of them. <laughs> yeah, she's just using everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. Um, balls to the walls. And other places in this book. And all um, the places. Everywhere. Every, every orifice. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. So that is a thing. That was That was the start. And here we are. Can I ask you guys, since you all started reading this, at a much earlier age than I did. Were uh-huh. you ever put off by like the covers? Because I've been thinking, I'm like, that was actually probably a big turn off for me too. Because you would see these covers, and especially I guess probably in the 80s and 90s when like those were probably the books on the shelves at like Walmart and in the grocery stores and stuff, where you would find them, and the covers were always sort of like cheesy and kind of like unappealing in a weird oh, way. Oh, I loved the covers. Did I loved like the them? covers. Okay. I, I like, loved oh, the yeah. love. The covers were like half the reason to get a book. You're like, this cover is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I need to read this. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> judged. You could buy those cloth covers. Well, yeah, that's yes. I made like paper covers for mine so I could read them in public. <laughs> oh my god, that's, that's amazing! That's really now good. I would that's just awesome. read them in public. Like I yeah, would make I a paper like cover of a romance novel and then be reading something else. <laughs> yeah, just now I feel no shame. Book. But those yeah. were those were only home books. But no, whenever I saw the covers, I think because I grew up seeing them. Because my my aunt had uh, 
I think I still think has a giant collection of all of the old school ones. Like my <laughs> uncle was trying, like, cause they, they very much divided the room in half. Like, you know, this is her half. This is his half. And he would always be like, so, uh, your romance books, you, uh, want to clear up? And she was like, no, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> not. Keep them out yep. of the man cave. Well, and then Autumn, didn't you, one of your friends in college was, is Elizabeth Hoyt's. Uh, daughter. daughter yep what yep. yeah wow. so for yes. a christmas gift one year this was actually pretty impressive or pretty awesome um she got us all uh books by her uh but they were autographed and a couple oh, of the yeah. covers including mine we don't think it was on purpose but maybe it was the covers kind of looked like us and we were like what if we were the <gasps> models oh. for these what? <laughs> that's amazing yeah, um, so yeah, and I Elizabeth Hoyt's I still awesome haven't read any of her. Books. Oh, she's great because she does. Because um, a lot of the ones that I grew up reading were very traditional, like oh, there's the rake, like you know, he's the he's the duke to be, or he's the duke and he fucks everything that moves. But he meets the one virgin <laughs> pussy and he falls in love. <laughs> um, but Elizabeth Hoyt had uh, one of my favorites is uh, there's a widower and she meets a younger man who's a virgin and she with his consent, deflowers him. And I was like, yes. That's awesome. I think I've read one of hers. Um, I don't know if I still have it on the bookshelf, though, but I definitely have. Um, Which I guess can bring it smoothly into my own history. Mm -hmm. Um, Your own sordid history. My own sordid history. Which I think... Sheath us in. Oh. <laughs> oh god um so before we get too far i just want to say that i'm we're gonna do editing for this one differently so all the clinking you hear is kelsey eating oh i'm um, sorry it's okay. i'm getting a nice little tingle in the back of my brain from it actually. i needed to <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you feel a tingle between your thighs and sometimes i didn't realize it was that loud i'm sorry that old, that old cutlery tingle i'm just so well, hungry uh, Kelsey's ASMR eating time. My <laughs> accidental erotic ASMR. <laughs> in, in Kelsey's defense, she just came from work. That's true. I literally yeah. got home at 5.50, y'all. So. Oh, wow. Just... Okay. Yeah, so I started reading... I read my first romance novel when I was 13 years old. and Like official romance novel? Like official, because at the time, my 7th grade Langlit teacher oh. was a romance novel writer. And she was very open yes. about being one, and yes. she, you know, she said like her, she doesn't want her students to read until we're like such and such an age. But I was like, um, <laughs> so I, I think, Ma, I think, Mom, I asked you, I was like, can I read this? And you're like, sure. <laughs> um, or I read it without asking. I don't actually remember. Um, but yeah, I read that. It was like, oh, this is interesting. I do enjoy. Uh, <laughs> then basically went on a. Ten year long binge, <laughs> I would say, uh, where we'd go to the library. I just like grab romance novels off the shelves at random. It's like, it. ah, this one looks great, and then read that, and then next week come back for another one. And because you I, read them so fast, they're they're like meringues. They just they're 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 done fast. They're light and fluffy, <laughs> and yeah. little bonbons, little bonbons yeah. that melt Quick, in your mouth, quick, smooth, and dirty. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is amazing, Kat. So, what would you say? Because I don't think we've ever asked this. What is your favorite? Actually, let's go through and have everybody say their favorite romance novel. Yes. Well, let's get my mom's uh, romance novel history first. I think we should do oh, yes. favorite, favorite, and maybe least favorite because I know some of those for least favorite. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. But, mom, mm-hmm. go ahead and tell us about your history with smut, mother. It doesn't start with smut because <laughs> when I was younger. 
I used to love to read, um, you know, the Bronte sisters and Weathering Heights and Prejudice, Jane Austen. So I read a lot of those and um, really like those. And then I was later on in life, I wanted to join a book club. So I did. And they were reading really, I, I nicknamed it the Very Depressing Short Story Book Club. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> because they were terrible. I remember this Yukio Shim, I can't remember how to say his name. Anyway, it was a short story. Several of them were people committed Harry Carey and just really depressing. Oh, I don't know so, why high <laughs> literature seems to me to be just depressing. Like if yeah. it's depressing, people are like, oh, literature. It's so deep when it makes you feel terrible. <laughs> and a lot of high school books are like that. I know a friend of mine mm-hmm. teaches high, used to teach high school. So why get high schoolers even more depressed than they are? So I decided not to do that. And then I thought, well, then I think yeah, it was around the time I knew about, did you mention her name? Can I mention her name, Kat? Oh, we'll just say, uh, let's say Gabby. Okay, so Gabby... Yeah. Um, I met her because during Kat's conference and just really liked her very much and who not, you know, she's wonderful. And I remember saying to her, well, would you be interested in starting a romance readers book club with me? And we can read, we can start with your books. And she said, sure. So we met, I think she only came about twice and then she had to get back to her books and her writing. <laughs> so, wow. so we met. And I asked a bunch of friends to join us, and there were about seven or eight of us. And we started reading some romances, and we each took a turn picking a book. And they were did not like the romances. They were oh, really super oh no. I know. But when it was my turn, then I picked a romance that was more racy, especially okay, Lady Chatterley's Lover, which they were very shocked by, and some Ooh. people didn't even finish it. So, oh, they were just like oh. so shocked. <laughs> yeah, I was very shocked. Well, because I remember oh. when you were in that group, um, I read a, a couple of really good ones and I recommended them. And you're like, oh, yeah, those, those are good. And everyone was scandalized because yes. it was way too much smut. Oh, no. Yeah, it was. I should have started with the Funny. Amish ones. Well, if you're going to, yeah, I should have started with the Amish ones. <laughs> we're coming up. <laughs> so we really didn't, we just continued reading other kind of fiction. And that just seemed to go over better. But um, that's such a really, bummer. Oh, I know. I wanted to, and the reason I wanted to start is because I wanted books with happy endings. And so I thought, well, most of the romances have happy endings. And so that was my goal. And um, so anyway, then since the book club went on for a long time, it really turned into more fiction. Um, it was usually always fiction. And there were some good books there and some nice people. But anyway, so I really haven't read a lot of it until... Until joining you guys. I'm yes. so sorry. Woo! Yeah, this is not a good way to get into it. <laughs> but can I compliment your group real quick? Is that... Of course, Mom. <laughs> no, I was telling Kat that it's really interesting to hear you guys talk. Not only entertaining and fun and all chemistry for sure. But, you know, there's always something interesting to learn, which I enjoy. And also, I think it's... It's funny how you can really learn about good writing and how to write well when you're 
analyzing what's wrong with the book. <laughs> <You know? laughs> That's true. They don't develop the characters. You know, the plot doesn't make sense. The vocabulary is horrible. They're not using the senses. It's too random. You know, the mm-hmm. char- you don't like the characters. So that's what's interesting to me, too, as well, as well as a lot of fun. And I usually am smiling the whole time. So Aww. I'm enjoying it. Very Aww. Nice. Aww. Good job. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I guess, actually, instead of listing our least favorite and favorite, what about maybe one that's a a cheesy romance or a piece of smut that's impacted us the most? Yeah? Impacted us. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh, let's go back in the same order. So, Okay. Oh, wow. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was going to suggest originally. We can still say favorite and least favorite if we want to. It's our podcast. Yeah. That's true. Do what we want. Well, I mean, I guess if we're going for most influential, it would be that vampire one that I don't remember. <laughs> yes, but but started it all in middle school. Um, but I think, uh, well, going off of what Kelsey said, I think one of the first introductions to romance I had was actually Tamara Pierce, because uh, she she writes young adult fantasy, and fantasy is my my favorite genre forever and always. I've recently expanded beyond princes and dragons and medieval and i like urban <laughs> fantasy now too i've grown up um but i remember uh tamara pierce's book specifically the alana series it was i read that when i was eight or nine and uh I, my mom gave me the sex talk pretty early on which is a, <laughs> a funny story for another day on why she gave me the sex talk um but i remember having recently learned about it in the books they talk about periods they talk about women wanting sex because they Mm -hmm. want to not just because you know it's their noble uh duties or whatnot so i think that was one of the most influential where it was one of those things that or one of the few things i had seen at that time that talked about or you know especially i was eight but even just reflecting on it now having read a lot more that talked about female sexuality in a positive way and also as a natural thing mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah it's really true i can go because i'm probably going to be pretty short because like again I, I don't have a whole lot of like i don't have a big history with it so um but one that like i've read within the last year and like not to keep bringing up tessa dare but i've like really like enjoyed right away because i think that I really appreciate the way she incorporates humor into mm, her yeah. writing. Yep. And like, I guess part of what took me so long to get into this too, is just a lot of misconceptions about like what romance novels were and kind of having a very narrow idea of what they meant and like what kind of things they had. Like, well, they're probably very stuffy and like very silly and very ridiculous, but like her books are hilarious, but they're also very sexy and the characters are really like well-developed and really interesting and very distinct. Um, so it was kind of, it's been a good and fortunate learning experience in a way to have kind of been introduced to it through authors that I've have kind of shattered my weirdly low expectations. In a way. <laughs> so um, yeah, I would say I think my favorite of hers that I've read is uh, when a Scott ties the knot, which I yes. just found delightful. <laughs> yes. Like the setting was great. The characters were very um, surprising and interesting. So yeah, I'm going to go with that. Yay. Yes. Um, yeah, I guess for me, it's also Tamara Pierce. I mean, she was also, like, one of the, <coughs> one of the first authors I was just, like, obsessed with. Um, but Mercedes Lackey is another one who's just a, she's <laughs> yes. a fantasy. Yeah. I fucking love Mercedes yep. Lackey. Um, 
But her books are, again, they're fantasies with some romance in them, they're not <laughs> romance novels. Um, but they were just like, they're still like, again, they're, they're books that I just go back and reread at, like at least once a year. So they're like my comfort books. Um, but in the world of like actual <laughs> romance, it's the same for me, Krista. Like the Tessa Dare books are really what made me love romance as a genre because they're just like, I don't, laugh out loud at reading books very often. I mean, I can, I guess that's not true anymore because what have we been doing? <laughs> but like, but I usually don't. And I just like the Tessa Dare books, like I will just like giggle and laugh and like just have like, I'm just having the best fucking time when I'm reading those books. So, and so she like really like made me realize that romance as a genre is just like so much fun and, and wonderful mm. to read. So Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Like, just so I'm not the third person who says Tessa Dare, because, again, she's amazing. Um, I we think clearly love Tessa Dare. We, we <laughs> love I'm pretty Tessa sure Dare if we ever now. met her, we would just, like, fade. Um, yeah. So, I mean, Tessa Dare's amazing. But I think the author that was kind of most impactful um, was Virginia Henley. Mostly mm. because I'd been on kind of a rampage. Oh my god, of, Virginia Henley. Yeah, hold on, hold on. I yeah, so <laughs> just wait. I've been on a rampage of reading like romance after romance after romance. It was like on this like super high cloud, and Virginia Henley was the one who kind of made me realize that not all smut is great. Um, <laughs> and I mean, like she she can write like amazingly super hot smut scenes, and she's super <clears throat> historically accurate, like crazy amounts of historical accuracy in her kind of <clears throat> historical bodice busters. But like there was one that I read where uh, she kept describing the guy's tongue as like being rough, like a little. <laughs> no, like, uh, no. The beginning of one chapter opened with, it was a most erotic experience, which if you have to, <laughs> if you have to say that, it's probably not. Um, yeah, so I would have to say her. Yeah, so Mama McGee. Oh, yeah. I just did think of, well, Nora Roberts, who's, of course, very famous. Oh, oh she's Roberts. so yeah, good. I remember, I did used to, I liked her stuff, yeah. And I like the, um, let's see, kind of like more of the um, older kinds, you know, like the 19th century kind of things, those scenes. Okay, those, so like the yeah, the dramatic tension and... Not yeah, so much the but that uh, time yeah. period more. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. And also, oh, I meant to tell you this is a little bit on the side though. It's about Rebecca because I yeah. heard you guys talking about Rebecca. Oh, yeah, I saw yeah. the oh, new yeah. Rebecca. I yeah? shall not say what kind of platform I saw it on. Supposed to advertise, but anyway, uh. I didn't really like it. I really suggest oh. you see the old one. Okay. So, I I, I listened the to the book on audiobook, and it was, it's oh. really, it's like really fun to listen to audiobook wise. Oh, wow. um, okay. Especially okay. someone who has like the tra kind of transatlantic accent. And yeah, oh, that was really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, I would Yeah, need super to... gothic romance, like yeah, super intense, yeah. but also kind of darkly romantic. And you're like, who's oh. going to do what? Oh my God, murder. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you need to see the old movies in the 40s with Laurence Olivier. Oh, <gasps> It's really good. Very creepy. Yeah. But the new one just couldn't do it. Yeah. Oh, that's so, disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but Nora Roberts, I think was, I read a lot of her books. So. I have, I actually, I don't think I've read anything by her. I keep meaning to. Mm -hmm. 
because she's yeah, obviously we have a million of her books at the library yeah 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 fantastic well i would say that was a successful delving of each other's histories and things <laughs> yes our Bearing smuttery our smutter smut his, smut history smuttery smut history smuttery Sex. i think smuttery you could call yeah. it successful Sex. Amazing. Uh, All right. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. This has been our 10th palate cleanser, which you'll need before the next one. More tentacles coming your way. Thank you for listening to this palate cleanser. We hope it was enough. 